Artano is a community-driven NFT marketplace on Cardano. We are a we have a different approach to NFTs, I guess. Uh, we want to have like a community-driven, curated, like artist-curated platform. So basically, if you're a trusted user on the platform, if you have been there for a while, you've earned some tokens by selling and buying art, you are, you have the right to decide what's on the platform, what's not. Welcome to the Cardano Source Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and on this weekly podcast, I catch up with a range of Cardano innovators, thought leaders, and changemakers who are using Cardano to make an impact within the world of cryptocurrency and beyond. As Charles Hoskinson puts it, we are Cardano, and if you permit us, we'd like to change the world. If that sounds like you, then make sure to subscribe, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and today we are joined by Matea, CEO of Artano, a community-driven NFT marketplace being built on Cardano. So, Matea, brother, cheers for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, Alrighty, so to start us off, as we normally do, can you please do a a brief introduction about who you are and also um, how you got into this beautiful world of cryptocurrency? Sure. So I am a Serbian-born self-developer, crypto enthusiast, uh, living in Germany right now. Uh, And yeah, I I got into Cardano late 2020, maybe like second half of 2020. I started painting and I wanted to to sell NFTs on Ethereum. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. It's wrecking the planet. It's it's too expensive. And um, then like, I don't know how, I really, really cannot like even answer this because I don't know how we went to the Artano conversation and like I started talking to people, met some Project Callus people and we just like started building this amazing marketplace and now we have like 30 people working on it. So 30 people. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, 10, 10 core team people and 20 artists we're working with. You're right. Okay. So you were a cr- kind of in the creative space before this as well. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I've, I've done some new music before and uh, I started amateur painting, but not like nothing like close to professional painters and stuff like that. It's just like fun things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're, you're a bit of a creative. Um, so you said you're painting. I think I heard in a, another video that you did that you're also a bit of a muso, classically yeah, trained. Yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, guitarist and uh, piano player and composer yeah i have my stuff on youtube somewhere if people dig that dig that out i'm gonna be yeah it was like 17 when i was last time well if you want to share the links we can include the links uh Uh, no at the bottom somewhere (laughs) (laughs) no peer pressure if you want to okay so you're obviously um uh got this creative background and what was i guess the okay before we get into the inspiration of Artano, what is Artano first? And then we can break that down. Okay, sure. Artano is a community-driven NFT marketplace on Cardano. Um, we are a, we have a different approach to NFTs, I guess. Uh, okay. We want to have like a community-driven curated, like artist-curated platform. So basically, if you're a trusted user on the platform, if you have been there for a while, you've earned some tokens by selling and buying art. You, are, you have the right to decide what's on the platform, what's not. And we've seen a lot of these NFT marketplaces. They're full of like low quality cash grabbing projects, like with thousands and thousands of pieces. And we want just like, you know, kind of, yeah, we prefer quality over quantity, I guess. So uh, yeah, some people in the NFT, like Cardano space are like, no, that's not really, you know, the thing we want to do. And some 
artists really love that because they're like, okay, we're putting quality first. So yeah, I mean, we're taking that approach. It's a bit different from other places, I think, and um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, for now it's going doing well. We had an auction um, and uh, it went pretty well. Before we go, get, before we get into the, the features and the auctions, I'd love to know um, the inspiration behind this. So like, what, what inspired you to create a project like Artano? Sure. So I was talking to some folks from the community and we, yeah, we, we were trying to figure out, you know, what is missing in the NFT space. And one thing for sure was um, inclusivity and diversity. So for example, there's no, like there's little women in the space in general. And one of our co-founders, Maria, she's a, she's a woman. So she, she, we talked and she was like, okay, like let's make this council, for example, of artists, which is 20 people, 10 women and 10, you know, 10 UGMs and 10 uh, men. So, um, and, and so, so we, we tried to really um, push this idea of inclusivity in geographical sense and ethnic sense, racial, like, so every single kind of diversity we can get so that we can bring the whole world into the NFT space, not just US, you know, or Anglo-Saxon, whatever, driven NFT marketplaces that are out, out there right now, right? It's only EU and US, Australia, and Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, we want to kind of expand networking. Okay, so inclusive inclusivity uh, was a, a big thing for you. Um, why was that something that you felt is important? Like, obviously, I, I kind of believe in diversity as a whole. I think it's very beneficial yeah. in so many different ways. But from your angle, was it like, um, yeah, why did you think that was important? Did you just feel like it was the right thing to do to be more inclusive or is there actual benefit in terms of like, um, uh, in terms of being like a community powered platform, like it's actually beneficial to have multiple viewpoints deciding on exactly. the direction exactly. of the platform. Like it's yeah. actually beneficial, like yeah. maybe talk through that, that yeah. process of, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. There's like a few, I think, things to that, right? Like if I, I'm not an artist professionally, right? I've done some art in the past. I went to school for that music. Yeah, sure. But visual arts, I have no idea what's good, what's bad. So we invited these artists from different backgrounds, like different countries. We have people from the Philippines. We have people from indigenous communities. And just giving them this network of opportunity to get into the blockchain space is just like, I think, amazing because uh, we're building a, commu- a global community. And these this global community is going to decide, you know, who comes to the platform, who who doesn't i mean it's it's up to them to decide it's not the core team so we really want to hand over this power to our users our future users um and um also like i come from uh, from serbia which is you know not a like it, technically this is a third world country um and um, yeah I, I know artists there and i know you know one nft can pay bills for a month like how much it's sold on it for example on on the Cardano blockchain and uh, just giving opportunities like this to people who are, you know, from these kind of countries that where you've owned, you know, 500 euros dollars is really a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think it gives like a powerful, like it gives just power, empowers these, these communities and artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that the approach that you're taking as an NFT marketplace is slightly different in the sense that um, the, the NFTs that are on the marketplace are it's not like anyone can just submit something. There's like a curation process involved with that. Um, Can you speak to maybe the the rationale behind that? Because um, obviously that that is one way to do it. You have other marketplaces where it's kind of just free for all. You can kind of submit whatever you want. And I think um, both have their pros and cons, to be honest. And I think there's a use case for both of them. But maybe 
elaborate a bit more on the rationale for taking a more curated approach to the, the marketplace? Sure. I mean, if you go to any marketplace right now, either on Cardano or like other blockchains, you can just get lost in a bunch of stuff, right? Um, and it's just like, I mean, when I you know scroll through some of these, it's just like the same image over and over again with like a slight difference. So we want to kind of avoid that, right? We want to have a more, like we want to support artists who are really there for the art and not for the money crab sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? So the ones who are going to put weeks, months or into the work and just, you know, sell it for a higher price maybe um, than, you know, you would for like 10,000 pieces for money or something. So, um, yeah, our approach is a bit different in that sense. Also, like the curation process, you know, it starts with the KYC. Like that's also something new, I guess, in the space. People are a bit resistant to like giving their government IDs and stuff to, to a company. But this, we have an Estonian company that's working in, on this. I think other marketplaces are implementing it now as well. Uh, to be EU compliant. So, um, so you know, you have first the KYC, you have to submit some documents, then you submit your portfolio to the council. Later, you know, not just, just the council will review these, it's, it's everyone, like curation, curators will expand not just to 20 people in the council. Mm-hmm. And also people can choose the council with the government uh, governance token. So um, we have a huge, like a whole ecosystem around this governance token where users will decide eventually like in a year or two, uh, the whole platform. It's like, you know, we have decentralization paths sort of. Yeah. So this curation process, like I can, as my background is in architecture and I I like to think that I'm fairly creative. Uh, I like um, kind of, I love music. I love drawing things and just the idea of um, creatively creative problem solving is something that I enjoy giving, giving a go. So I I can like appreciate that curated um, approach, but considering there is some sort of curation process, at the moment, what is informing that curation process? So who, who is making those decisions uh, about what can be on there? And what is the methodology around that? Sure, we have certain criteria. So I think maybe also it sounds like we are very restrictive, like we want just high-end art. I think it's more like we don't want spam, we don't want memes, we don't want uh, fast cash grabbing projects, as I've said so many times. Um, <laughs> uh, we, you know, like, copyrighted stuff like if we see like for example if you send me your twitter account and i see you're doing a series of like red squares i'm gonna be like okay what is he doing you know or like it's the first time you've ever done something or like if you have a history right as an artist yeah sure if you've you know maybe went to university or uh like it's not like a restrictive based on what it looks like it's just based on like the experience and the whole profile so and this is not something i decide like this is just the council itself like they're different but that's why we chose this like council from all over the world because they have different experiences you know some people are cgi artists in hollywood like we have people in, in france we have people in india philippines like uh, also people who are not artists they're just curators or very involved in the cardano community so like different perspectives and they're the ones who decide so um it's not really us Right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I cannot tell you what they're gonna choose uh, on the platform, right? Yeah. Okay. So can you maybe describe a, a bit more about the the council? So um, who was part of that council, and how do you become a member of the that council? Mm-hmm. So the council has twenty members. Currently, we have eighteen confirmed members, and we have two more that we are looking into. And one of them is actually pretty known, well known in the Cardano community. Uh, and another one is well-known worldwide. We're trying to get them on. Um, yeah. So, so um, our criteria was, first of all, gender balance, then diversity in terms of geograph- 
geographical like where they are basically we don't want to have more like five people from the same country even though we had so many applications for your approval like we need africa asia and south america um we don't have anybody from australia though Oceania. yeah you but need to add some oceana oceana yeah. in there yeah for sure yeah. waving the flag yeah, for like, the, the the polynesians and the and australians in there as well yeah. we had one one artist uh, who was brought onto the platform amayana she was uh, participating in first auction she's from australia she's a colombian australian i think or okay. Venezuelan. Sorry. I know. but yeah uh, she's she's now based in australia um but yeah yeah so so this kind of i don't know what the question was sorry um so the the council so um yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about the you? council how and the, what does that look like at the moment and how how do people get into the council? So we opened the applications in May and then we closed them around May 5th. I think it was like a week period. We received a lot of applications from Europe and we had to reject a lot of great talent, like really amazing, talented people uh, because we didn't want to have, you know, 10 people from France and 10 people from the US and great. I mean, that's, you know, not diverse, right? Um, so, so we, we, uh, tried, you know, reaching out to people now for the rest of the, like the rest of the council, uh, the two people we're actually reaching out ourselves, uh, cause we close the applications, uh, but in the future, so the council rotates every six months and anybody can apply for the next one. So this is pretty central as at the beginning, right? We're choosing, like we're choosing the features, we're choosing the council, but later the council will choose features with the community and the community will choose the council. So, uh, using the Arda token, right? So, um, so, so yeah, you can apply. I mean, if you want next time. So when there's the next round, when you're taking uh, applications, does the old council kind of, are you replacing the old council or does it like build up, build up, build up? Uh, we replaced them. And that's a good idea. I mean, we didn't talk about like building up, but I think it's hard to manage more than 20 people. So 20 was like our ideal number. And we yeah. kind of know them personally. Like we talk to them once a week, we have these meetings. Uh, and, um, so the, the, it's six months after the MVP is released. Mm -hmm. So, uh, once they start actually working, like curating works, because for now it's been like, okay, let's do an auction, let's do a collection, you know, let's reach out to the community. How do we do this? Like we, we talked about features, but you know, like MVP features. So mm -hmm. once we release the marketplace, you can buy and sell. That's when the clock starts ticking for the next six months mm -hmm. for the council. Yeah. And we'll open applications. You can just, you know, submit your portfolio and then the community decides basically. Okay, so the when do, is there a rough date of when that next round will the next round of applications will be? I would say some mid twenty twenty two probably mid twenty twenty two. Okay, and yeah, so yeah. as a general Q two, yeah, Q one, Q two, yeah, I don't know. yeah. And obviously follow you guys on social media and keep up to date. But exactly. uh, when if we're just kind of fast forwarding into the future, going in this time machine, when we get to that point and we apply um will the council decide the new council or would this be where the 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 other governance token will come into play yes, yes okay. yeah. so basically if you're longer in the in, on the platform right like if, at the beginning it's going to be easy to earn the token and it's going to be harder and harder over time right because there's less tokens and we're going to have some algorithms behind the scenes that are going to pull it right like so we don't lose all the tokens in like the first few months so like you know first auction you earn twice as much ada as you spend so the artist and the collector, they got twice as much ADA as they earned or spent, right? So for the next collection, it's going to be one-to-one. -one. So one ARDA is one ADA, and then we're going to decrease it over time. So if as the earlier you are on the platform, the more ARDA you will have and the more power in the governance, right? Because you've been there for longer. The okay, longer. so can you break that down a bit further? So sure. you, you mentioned the auction. So you said, um, 
okay so you've got the the ARTA token which is a governance token yep. um you've got the platform that is live at the moment how can people get their hands on this um token what do they need to do to to acquire this token sure so you can uh earn a token by okay this is soon to be public information i think it's going to be probably when, when we release this video um so uh 55 of the token goes to the users so you buy and sell art that's how you earn it uh some of it is going to be earned by the pool so by the staking pool so we're going to just distribute that okay uh part of it is going to be going to the council and 30 percent is going to go to the core team so um by buying and selling you earn the token so if you bought on the first option if you bought on the first auction, so for example, we bought for 100 ADA, you earned 200 ARTA, and the artist earned 200 ARTA. But that's only for the first auction. That's what I'm saying. Like over time, it's going to be one hard. to one. Yeah, yeah, and then it's going to be one to one, and then it's going to be you know maybe yeah, 8.8. 8. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that makes sense. So uh, one way to get um, the token is to participate in the auction as a as a seller or as a buyer. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the NFT in a way is kind of um, uh, a bonus as well. Like, it, like even if you just want to get the tokens, you you buy that NFT and you get that the, the um, what's the ticker for your token? Uh, ARTA. ARTA. Yeah. Not public yet, though. I mean, it's not been. We we're building the first distribution. It's going to be released in a few days. Um, so you're going like if people who bid on the first auction also get it, like get 50 ARTA. Um, so, but that's only for the first time. So yeah, there'll be a claim form. And, and yeah. And so the, the seller, so the buyer can, um, but through buying an NFT through the Artano, uh, auction, they can get acquired the ARTA token that way. The seller of an NFT can also acquire the token that way when it gets sold. You mentioned yeah. staking as well. Can you, yeah. um, break that down? So people, yeah. What does that look like? So it's like, you know, we have, a, we have a pool and basically we're going to go through your ad addresses and proportionally to how much you've staked with us, you'll earn ARTA tokens. And we have like a, a, like a discrete, like a number of tokens we reserved for this purpose. And it's, it's uh, most of the stuff is going to be in the next, like it's going to circulate, right? Like you're going to spend the tokens, you're going to buy art with it. You're going to, you can sell art to earn ARTA tokens. And we hope ARTA, you know, we, we're going to peg it to one ADA at the beginning and then, you know, the market's going to do its thing and it's going to, uh, we, we won't sell it personally, right? It's going to be probably on some decentralized exchange. People are going to trade it for ADA. ADA. So um, yeah, the market basically will decide the price of the, of the token, mm -hmm. but you cannot buy it, right? So that's really important for us. So you, yeah. you really have to earn it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. So in terms of the platform, can we um, go into a detail about the, how people can use the platform? So mm -hmm. we're talking about the auction, people can buy art that way. Um, yeah. And people can sell art or sell art through NFTs um, on the platform as well. Mm. As a seller, like if I'm mm. an artist and I've created this epic kind of uh, NFT collection, mm. how do I go about getting onto this marketplace? What do I need to do in order to, I guess, apply or, yeah, how do I get my art onto Artano NFT marketplace? So even now you can subscribe to our newsletter, which is not, we're not sending any emails yet because we don't have any mark, like it's not working fully the marketplace. So um, you can subscribe on artano.io first of all. And then after that, we're going to send emails saying, okay, now the applications are open. You can send us your portfolio, your social media information, why you want to be on Artano. And then three council members will 
review these applications for the first six months. Um, mm -hmm. And then you can get in or not, right? And we don't really have like auctions, right? We have like, it's going to be an open, like any other marketplace, you're going to have like list of um, NFTs. Um, I mean, we have the design actually is complete for the first version. So uh, you're going to have your own profile. Um, and yeah, as a collector, it's much easier. You just complete the KYC, you're on the platform, you can buy, sell, you can buy and resell NFTs. Um, yeah, but as an artist, you have to pass the console. Yeah, and the, so the this is a separate app. So you have to go through an application to enter the council, but then there's also like a, a application process to to even sell an NFT. So how how frequent is that application? Like, is this something that gets reviewed every month or like every week? Or so we review the profile. We don't review the art pieces, like because of the volume, right? Uh, so if we see somebody who's a good, high quality artist. And they have done, you know, they maybe have some work. You don't, they don't have to be experts, right? They, maybe they have 10 pieces and the council likes it. I mean, it's not me, again, who decides this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, my, me and the core team have nothing to do with this. Um, the council decides, okay, this person is a great match for us. They get in, they can sell, they can buy uh, NFTs. Um, and also one thing I didn't mention is INFTs, which are NFTs that change over time. So even the first auction, we introduced this. Uh, our NFTs change day and night, for example, or some have seasonal changes like or every four months. Um, and uh, we're going to have our mentor is going to be different than other mentors, which is allowing people to, um, to, to have like multiple images, let's say, that transform over time with price, with time, with ownership. Um, and uh, yeah, we just want to build this tool because it's a really cool and new thing, I think, in the NFT space. Do you need smart contracts for that? Uh, no. How no. does that so work? So we have a rendering. Uh, we have a render on the platform. So if you go to our auction page right now, you can see like some pieces have a certain look. And then if you come back tomorrow or you set your uh, clock on the on the machine, you can see that they change uh, with like time. So. Uh, like you as an artist, you can come to the platform in the future and you can say, okay, at the price of 100 ADA, I want it to look like a, you know, a box. And then if it's sold at 200 ADA, I, it can like hatch into an egg or something, you know, and then at 300 ADA, it's this and that. So you can set these parameters and transform the NFT. And this, you can set out these different parameters and variables in your uh, NFT Minter. Yes. Yes, not yet, not, not, not yet, yet but left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we in do have future. a mentor for normal NFTs. We're building yeah. this whole thing. Um, and then in the future, you know, this is, we have working case for this, right? Like the auction is there. The NFTs are changing over time. Uh, some of them, you know, it's going to be a surprise for the owners, I think, because they don't know, like, some are going to change, like, indefinitely. Like, once they're changed, they're going to stay like that forever. Um, so we have some pieces that are, like, uh, going to transform and stay like that forever, which is really interesting to me, like. How, do, how does that actually work, though, in terms of um, that change happening? Like Technology? Yeah, like what, like, is it, is it the, the code behind that, which is sure. kind of saying, you know, yeah. after, you know, after X amount of weeks, mm -hmm. change this video or this JPEG into this other yeah. JPEG or this other video or whatever. So there's like this, okay. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so you have like IPFS, right? You store the images or the videos there, and then uh, we have a 
program that's going to pull out the right image at the right time in the render. Okay. So within that one NFT, there are multiple NFTs, I guess, or like multiple images images or multiple images or multiple files within this NFT. And then there's conditions that's like, okay, if after five weeks change, move from this image, the NFT moves from this image to this image. Okay. 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 That's sorry. I'm I'm a bit of a noob with the tech. So I need to ask these simple questions, but I think that's processed into my brain. It's great for us to explain it as well, because I think we didn't do a great job at this. I don't think people will have still comprehended the whole INFT, Mm. uh, call them infinite NFTs. Yeah. Uh, But from like a creative perspective, it's kind of cool. This is just another option and this is another way to be creative. You're, you're adding this, this, um, there's this dynamism. I think that's the word like you're, you're creating something that is dynamic and it changes over time based on certain conditions and that just adds a, like another layer of um how you can be creative which is which is cool like it's um uh it just opens up another avenue to create something that's super mm-hmm. interesting um i like that so currently the the minting uh, function on your website doesn't offer that but keep an eye out for it in the near future yes near, very near future a few months in the, in the very near future yeah. okay and um why Cardano? Why why build this on Cardano compared to yeah. another, say, Ethereum or some other blockchain? It's funny because uh, we talked to Charles twice and uh, he asked this, this same question. He was like, why are you building on Cardano? And we said, um, I'm going to have the same answer still. I think, you know, with the whole worldly view of our tunnel and we want to expand to markets that are not, you know, like mainstream, I would say, I guess. Um, I think this idea of Cardano, of diversity, of a global, you know, blockchain uh, is really resonating with our idea of a global marketplace. Um, the sustainable the sustainability of, of the blockchain as well, right? Like if we want to build something that's sustainable for the future, and this is one of our three core pillars, sustainable business, right? Um, we want to create something, you know, that's going to create the next generation of artists and sustain that generation, you know, so they can live and survive because we are in a global climate crisis. And uh, I think we're not taking it seriously enough. So switching to Artano means switching to a more sustainable um, and Cardano, right? To more sustainable yeah. solution. Interesting. I, as someone that's very passionate about environmental conservation, it's cool when uh, people in the space uh, emphasize uh, issues like climate change and, and all that sort of stuff. It's, um, yeah, I'm a big believer that blockchain in general, uh, but specifically Cardano, obviously I'm a bit biased, but I think Cardano is the, uh, the, the, the foundations that, that they're laying at the moment is literally going to change the world. Um, and that's what's super, super exciting, uh, for mm-hmm. me. I, I love that you're very, it seems like you're very considerate about, um, things that are, um, maybe adjacent to, I don't even know if that's the right phrase, adjacent to uh, cryptocurrency, like things like um, being inclusive and climate change. Like you seem to be very considerate about these other things and tying that into uh, cryptocurrency, which I definitely appreciate. Like I think that's a really cool idea. Um, so yeah, respect for that, bro. Yes. I think that's cool. Um, one thing I wanted to quickly talk about is the, so just, really breaking down simply like maybe a step-by-step process as a creator who Mm -hmm. wants to 
sell an NFT on your platform, what do they have to do like right now, like breaking it down to steps? So do they need to, uh, you mentioned a, a, a sign up to the newsletter, they need to submit their like portfolio. Like can you maybe step through exactly what they would need to do today? Sure. So today you can do two things. You can subscribe and you can um, mentor out pieces. So you can use Artiment. They're not infinite NFTs. So they're not the ones that change over time. They're just normal NFTs. You can mint them and then later import them into the marketplace because we have our own ID, right? And like we know which NFTs belong to the marketplace. So you can just import them. Um, you can't apply yet. That's the thing. Like we are writing the, as we speak, we're writing the application forms and all that. And kind of the council is deciding, you know, which criteria they want to have. Uh, and this tomorrow we're having a meeting with the council and on Saturday to, to discuss, you know, how it's going to be curated, who's going to be allowed, who is not. We're going to give examples, you know, scroll through marketplaces, you know, what do you like, what do you not like and so on. So um, for okay. now, yeah, mint and subscribe. Okay, so when you said that um, you can mint um, NFTs at the moment, and that goes to this uh, some sort of catalog that still needs to be reviewed, and once the ones that get reviewed and get accepted, then it goes onto a, a marketplace where people can actually buy. It. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. You still need to be, you still need to be approved. By the yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think I know a few people that would be interested in that, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the context now, I mean, we still have two places. We're like, oh, who should we accept? So we still have two places, right? Even though we're like, ah, interesting. For the, the, the council, right? So, yeah. Oh, you have two, two spaces on the council? Left, yeah. Yeah, out okay. of 20. Okay, so how do people apply for the council again? So, so they used to apply until May 5th, and now we just reach out to people ourselves. Because okay. we didn't get enough applications from places we didn't we wanted the people to be from, so uh, we just accepted Pam. She's from Thailand, Thailand, and we accepted one more person from South Africa. So he's going to be announced soon. So okay. Yeah. So the people that are listening to this that have some sort of creative background, what is the criteria that you're looking for? We're looking for experience, I would say, and something like some quirk. Like it's, it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, you're an amazing artist. It's like you have the special skill or you've like, you're well connected in the Cardano space, for example, and you know, a lot of artists in the space, or you are, um, you know, we have people with 25 years of experience in, in arts, like they know people, they are very connected. We have VR sculptors, like they enter their piece and they just like, we have uh, Gaston, he's like a VR sculptor. So he enters the piece itself and like makes it. In, in, in VR. So, so, um, so like if you have some quirk, right, if you have something, you know, maybe it's interesting, uh, maybe you've done some research, maybe you're in academia, maybe you've thought about like curation as a, you know, maybe a professional curator, I don't know. Um, so, so stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So some sort of kind of point of difference, some unique flavor that you can bring to the table. Yeah. 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 So if, if anyone's listening and that sounds like you, then get reach involved, out. reach out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in terms of the roadmap, so things obviously heating up, uh, with Cardano at the moment, like there seems to be, um, it seems like the, the charts, are, at least based on recent history are moving, uh, upwards. And I think there's got to be a lot of excitement, especially with smart contracts around the corner. So everyone's obviously working around the clock, trying to just work and, and get, build these products out. What does that roadmap look like 
for you for the rest of this year, at least? Okay, so our roadmap uh, in around a month from now, we plan to release buying and selling and applications on the marketplace. So hopefully mid to end September, if smart contracts are out, we're going to be having a full-blown marketplace. Um, then introducing infinite NFTs, of course, so you can mint them and you can mint INFTs that change over time in price. So um, that's the next part. And then in December, hopefully governance, like we start working on the voting so people can vote on features. You can actually get feedback directly from the people who are using the platform. That's really important to us. So like we know, you know, we don't, we're not building something that we don't want. If you don't want any NFTs and you don't want these NFTs that change over time, tell us through the governance token. Um, so, so mm. yeah, basically that's the short term roadmap. Then after that, we're going to have like different, uh, art styles, like, uh, or, uh, sorry, I don't know what you call it, like music, film, uh, books and video games, for example, we want to introduce, like we want to expand, right. But for now it's only uh, visual arts. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously with NFTs, there's the, there's so much potential for what yeah. the use cases for NFTs, like it's um quite ridiculous what they could like i I often think like try and visualize what nft like some use cases for nfts in like 10 years time and it's like it's like you just don't know like it's it could be anything it's it's cool super 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 exciting this this is true for anything in blockchain really like (laughs) this is such a like a uh massive technology that can change the world at a fundamental level that it's um yeah like we we don't know what it's going to look like in 10 years but i do know it's going exactly. to be really cool it's like a newborn it's like what what word is going to what's the first word is going to say what, when is it going to start walking you know like all these kind of stuff like yeah. you know, like what what's going to happen next where is it going to how's it going to grow up being you know because yeah. really cardano is i mean blockchain is new and cardano is very new i mean mm-hmm. especially with contracts out and like a few months hopefully or days i don't know we'll see we'll see tomorrow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 exactly that's that'll be exciting yeah. yeah yeah um i think you touched on it earlier but can you um talk a bit, a bit about the team again that's behind this uh building this project out sure uh so we have 10 people we have four co-founders uh and the co-founding team is two people who are already in the blockchain space for like years i think 2012 I mean, Sandeep has been building in 2014, 15, like these payment methods for internet connections using Bitcoin. And then I'm like, he probably spent like a lot of Bitcoin. He didn't even know what he was doing, but at the time, unfortunately for him. Uh, and uh, we have Ron, who's uh, our you know product manager. He's amazing. He has 20 plus years of experience um, in IT sales. Uh, Maria, she's my close friend for 10 years. Uh, she's a uh, business analyst and a financial expert. I mean, she's worked with startups um, yeah, for a few years now and uh, I'm a software consultant myself. Um, I work in, like I'm a developer. Um, and yeah, so that's the four core teams. We have two developers working with us through uh, Sandeep and Ron. So that's six people. We have one lawyer, uh, we have a designer and and yeah, and we have two developers working on the Plutus uh, program, not the the Pioneers develop, no, wait, Plutus development program. So they're building the smart contracts actually. So we kind of have hands-on experience already with the smart contracts, even though they're not out. We have some people we can talk to and we can build, help us build a marketplace. 
So it sounds like you have a pretty big team then uh, and a, yeah. a, a very experienced team as well, which is always good to see. Like it's I obviously love um, ideas, but um, one thing better than an idea is an idea that's uh, converted into something that's real. And yeah. to do that, you need a team that is yeah. uh, capable of doing that. So um, good sign that you've got like a good like a good team which is which is cool it's exciting for us users knowing that um there's a experienced team behind it um for those listening that want to um i think i've said for those listening quite a bit tonight i need a <laughs> there's a lot of things to do on our tongue already so. <laughs> <laughs> um how can people connect and support what you guys are doing online like how can people connect with you online and and follow what you're doing sure so i think twitter is like obvious like you know one. connect on twitter follow us whatever um and that's like the biggest following we have um then i would say um stake with the pool you will earn some tokens later not yet uh but you will earn some tokens in the future of course we can earn ada together that's always great uh and yeah if you know any investors of course if you know <laughs> someone who's interested in a project that's you know um very, I would say very different from others and it's supporting the community and built by the community. Um, you can definitely reach out to us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Just like, you know, apply, please apply. Even though you think you might not have the experience, apply still. Or if you think you, you know, you're new in the art world, you're just a student or something, we would love to see, you know, we would love to support those kind of people. So um, please do apply. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we'll, um, again, we'll add any of these links uh, below. Yeah. Um, before I uh, move on to the last question, is there anything that you wanted to touch on that we haven't touched on at the moment? Um, so I think we touched on most things. Um, yeah, I would like to, I guess you have your last question, then I'm going to thank you. So. <laughs> 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 I'm not thinking yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll put the thank you on pause for a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll thank you first. I'll, I'll put my thank you on pause as well. We can we okay. can both put the thank yous on pause. Um, the closing question is what excites you the most about the future of Cardano? I think um, I've been in space long enough. I think it's like, you know, long enough, like nine months and more actually now. Yeah. Like 10 months over almost a year. Um, and, and, you know, I've seen this place transform, um, and it was a really tight knit community. Like I remember on Reddit, it was just like, everybody answers everybody's question. Everybody's so friendly. And I just hope this stays, you know, I hope this close, close knit community stays over time. I've seen a bit of toxicity enter the space and I just hope it's like kicked out right away. So that's my biggest hope that we like that people are genuinely building this project for what it is. And that's like community you know, driven thing. Um, and, and that really generally help each other out. That it's not about, you know, the, it's not about the money. It's not about the cash grab. It's actually about the quality of the blockchain. And that it was, it's supported by peer reviewed research, um, by the people who are really smart, really, really smart. So I hope that, you know, we, we keep supporting each other and, and build an amazing first number one, number one blockchain. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please feel free to subscribe. Uh, and also, if you like our content, then make sure to check us out on social media with the handle Cardano Source. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.